Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Ace of Spada podcast, hosted by your boy right here, Anthony Spada. And on today's episode, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'm going to talk about something, but I don't know what the title even is yet while I'm recording this, so I guess we'll find out when I'm done. Um, but um, as you guys know, the podcast is sponsored by Morphogen Nutrition. You guys can use code Spada for 10% off all supplements at MorphogenNutrition.com. Um, but yeah, I'm going to kind of get into it. I don't know how long this is going to be. It might be 10 minutes. It might be 20 minutes. Who even knows? Um, but I wrote something, and I wrote something today on my story, and you could probably go back there because if you listen to this on Monday, um, you'll definitely see it. Um, but it talked about training videos and how no matter what, you should be sending your coach training videos and that you should be dropping your ego and becoming better. Um, and I think this is something that I've learned over the last few years, right, is – and it's something that I learned even today. Like you learn it all the time. It's a lesson that's given all the time about dropping the ego, right? Um, we've been progressing a few movements. I'll turn this into life stuff in a little bit, um, but I kind of want to give some background. So we were doing some rows today um, and I post them on my story. So you can also go see them on my story if they're there. Um, I'll probably post them on my page once I get new form down. Um, but we were doing rows, right? And we were like, oh yeah, we're nailing them. We're nailing them. We're nailing them. But you take a video and you're like, ah, I see where I could do better. I see this. I see that. I see this other thing. And you have to drop the ego. So many people want to just go through training. They nail it once and and they're like, okay, I'm good. Right? Like that's the thing. Like I feel like a lot of people, and especially myself, I've done it. I did it. Like we thought we were doing great on these movements, but we really – we're just allowing some things to compensate in the movement rather than hitting the target muscle. Um, so what do we do? Well, we dropped the ego. We took the videos that we needed to take. Um, we sent them to our coach, and our coach gave us feedback over what we needed to change. Um, and guess what? I got better today because of that. Um, I find a lot of people refuse to send videos um, to coaches um, or refuse to take videos in general because they're scared of being wrong. Um, and... I think that's the thing, and I was talking to my friend today, and I'll mention in a little bit what we chatted about, but, um, you know, you're most likely, if you're not told, if you're not told you're wrong, <laughs> you're never wrong, right? And I think that's what people want to be in life, is they want to go through life, and they never want to be told they're wrong for doing something, or they should have made, or they probably should have made a different choice, or they could have done it this way instead of that way. Like, people don't want to learn how to do things the correct way. They just want to do it their way. Um, and I find that's where the ego comes in, right? Um, and I'll bring this into coaching. I coach a lot of young guys. Um, and the one thing that I see is sometimes they don't like to listen. And I kind of set this hard. I set this hard barrier for this. Um, I am not a happy-go-lucky coach all the time for people, nor should you be. Um, I find that that's not the way to coach. I'm a very upright guy. I'm going to tell you straight up what you're doing wrong. Um, and I find that these guys, you know, they won't send in videos and they won't think they're training wrong, but they're not progressing, but their body's not progressing as I thought they would. So this is where I request training videos, right? And then I request the training video and I finally get the video and I see they've been doing it all wrong. And I set them a lesson here. I give them a nice little lesson along with that. I don't just provide feedback to the video. I go, okay, so how long have you been doing? I ask, I always ask them a question, right? I'm always like, how long have you been doing it that way? 
and they haven't sent this this form or this exercise for like the first like six weeks okay we could have tightened that up by week two so you wasted week one two three four five six you wasted six weeks here of not progressing a movement because your ego got in the way because you didn't want to be wrong right that's that's where i'm getting and they're like yeah they, and then they usually come to their senses that that's typically what it is i um, mean i find a lot of people are like that in life right they don't want to be wrong um and we're kind of we're kind of in this life where and we're in this society where people can't be wrong for some reason um i don't know why <laughs> we we live in this society where you know everyone's giving a participation trophy it's like mr softy every two seconds um and you have to be told you're right all the time or you have to be told you're great all the time or you have to be told you know you're doing phenomenal when you're not i hate this world where you're being piped up and your ego is just being fed it's just continually being fed and it's starting at childhood now and they're feeding these kids this ego that everything they do is great you know you get that participation trophy you know good work good work can't give whatever grades are probably going to change in school um and things like that but um i just find that you know people are unwilling to drop the ego but if you want to get better in any capacity of life you have to learn to drop the ego and stop worrying about yourself um because i think that's the biggest blow right a lot of people think if if you do something wrong and i think this is where it is if you do something wrong your life's in shambles like like that's that's wrong in itself <laughs> like no you learn from your you learn from messing up you learn from your mistakes you learn from everything and that's how you grow right is i've discussed this plenty of times i don't need to repeat it but you guys can go through how many times have i said you grow through failing you grow through mistakes you grow more through that than you grow through being given a participation trophy like it's it's you just need to be willing to fail to actually grow i tell people that all the time i'm like you know no matter what you do here i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be rude right i'm not gonna be that way but i am gonna be tough um and tough love gets you places um and being kicked to the ground a, a few times does teach you a lot of things over what to do um, it changes your perspective on a lot of things and how to approach separate things. And every time I do this with my athletes, I see them get better. That's why I see physique start to change. That's why I see things start to click is I'm not feeding their ego. I'm going against their ego. I'm trying to unlearn or unteach, have them unlearn everything that they were doing before. I think that's the process. I was talking to my, to my boy, Jason. Um, who listens to the podcast regularly. So thank you. Um, and he was like, and we were just talking about simple exercises. And we we're like, you know what? With, with some movements, it's not the process of learning. It's actually the process of unlearning. Because what happens is, you know, you go through this process here with, with, with lifts. Um, and I'll go through it here. Um, what you find is um, a lot of people will they'll send the video, you get the changes. You make the changes. You send the next video to the coach. The coach approves of, of the form now. Okay, so you don't send that form for a while, right? And it starts to degrade and starts to go down. And it starts to, and you start to fall back into your old habits, right? Well, 
there's a huge process of unlearning here. Um, and I actually teach, and I actually teach form like step by step. I don't do everything all at once. I kind of teach things one by one. So they have to keep continually sending the video because what this does is if you get in the continual habit of having to send the video, your form is going to be more, not going to lie, your form should be on point no matter what, but I find a lot of people correct their form when they send videos. Um, and what, and what happens is the more you get into the habit of doing that, you're learning, you're learning the process better because you're connecting the points, you're connecting everything, and then it starts to flow. But what happens is a lot of people will get this, they'll get the form clips and then they start to go back to the old habits and they start increasing weights again and then they're increasing weights but they're not actually progressing because they're going back to the old form where they weren't controlling things or weren't doing these. So you have to drop, if you truly want to progress with a coach, you have to be willing to drop the ego. You have, you, the one thing I find, and this has been commonly said a lot, is Hey, we go through this. You came to me for a reason, right? You came to the coach for a reason. Clearly, what you were doing wasn't working. So you come to a coach who knows how to help you unlearn and relearn to do what is what will work, right? That's why we that's why we hire coaches and things like that too. Is you know a lot of times we're stuck in our own road, and the coach can help us see a different path, guide us a different way change our thinking to go another direction but it all starts with actually the moment you have to drop your ego a lot of things come from you have to drop what you thought worked and that takes time unlearning the skills takes time unlearning the habits takes time and then then introducing the habits the new habits takes time people think that coaching is pretty pretty a pretty easy thing to do but it's not because you got to you got to be willing to communicate with someone that they need to change their ways and they need to unlearn what they were doing so that's when true change starts is when you undo your ego and actually listen to the coach um allow the coach to do the job um and i'm gonna i'm gonna change this into a life perspective here um i kind of added in a little bit but um i'm gonna talk about myself actually i'm gonna use myself as the example for the longest time you know, I went through that whole 17-year-old suicide thing. And, you know, life got a lot better when I was like 18, um, when I went to college and I found a good group of friends. Um, but I remember in summer session, I started to make a lot of things about me, right? And I, and there's a common quote that Joe Rogan says, and I use it a lot. It's, be the hero of your own story, right? That's... The key there is your story. You are the main character in your story. You're not the main character in other people's stories. Yes, you can help them be the hero in their own story. You play a role in helping guide them to be their hero. But you're not the main character. Their life does not revolve around you. Um, and I think that that also hurts a lot of people, right? Is I see a lot of people try to try to like command other people's lives or be so much in other people's lives that they're taking over their life. Um, but you you have to be willing to, in each person's case, is you're not the main character. They are. They make the decisions. They make the choices. You can only help maybe influence those choices just a little bit as a friend. right? But don't be like making choices for them or deciding what's best for them. They have to be willing to go through that. Right? 
like they have to make the mistakes like you like i said like when you drop your ego you have to go through your own mistakes of learning and failing and growing getting kicked down on the dirt learning they have to go through those same things and you can't be you can't be the hero of someone else's story you just have to focus on your story and other people and they don't and other people don't revolve around you okay that's the one thing is you not everybody revolves their life around you everybody has to live their own life and that's where i think having a good circle of friends comes into as well as you know you want to you want to be that you want to be that guy but you know just just play your part you know there's drop the ego you don't have to be the center of attention all the time and I think that's where I was, right? When I went to school, I started, I started making things about myself. And I lost friends because of that. I lost a good amount of friends because I tried to be the, I tried to be the center of attention all the time. Try to be the one who was making the plans, doing the things, deciding what happens. Like, I was trying to command other people's stories. Whereas, you can't do that. Everyone has to live their life. Um, but dropping the ego is so important. Because your ego, your ego is the enemy. Um, probably one of the best books I've ever read um, is Ryan Holiday is actually subduing, subduing your ego um, and actually releasing it. Um, and I find that to actually do that, you just have to learn to not be in control of everything. I think that's the main thing is you have to be willing to go through those tough times. Like I said, you have to be willing to fail. And Ryan Holiday goes into a fantastic, fantastic part in that book, um, talking about success and how to continue having success, right? And he goes into talking about knowledge um, and you have to always be a student. That's where everything always starts. I find the best people that have the most success are the people, like I said, when they drop the ego, they're willing to learn. It all comes back with how much are you willing to learn and how much are you willing to do. Um, those are the two keys to success, I find, even with coaching itself, um, even with bodybuilding, is how much are you willing to learn and how much are you willing to do. Now, how much you're willing to do, do not take that. That is context dependent because I wouldn't be telling you to go do grams and grams of PDs um, there, but um, just realize that success is rooted in luck and work um those are two big things i find but people and i hate the word luck um because if i just made a correlation it's rooted in luck and work um and a lot of people will not look at the work being done um and this is where success in training comes in um and success in the athlete and the communication how well the work is done. A lot of people in bodybuilding will look at genetics and they'll be like, oh, that guy's lucky. Yes, absolutely. That guy is lucky, man. He did. He didn't do any of it. He didn't even have to diet. That's so false. A lot of people will look at genetics and make that excuse. That's your ego. You're feeding. You're feeding everything. You're feeding the excuses that your ego set forth as to why you couldn't do what he's doing. And I hate and I hate that. If you're in this sport to to kind of do that, get out of it. 
because not everyone's going to be pro. Not everyone's going to not everyone's going to do well. It's just a matter of fact with this sport. It's so subjective. Not everyone's going to do well, and you just got to handle it. Um, and I find that a lot of people don't handle those losses pretty well too when it comes down to this sport, right? Like I said, it's so subjective. But if people lose, you know, you see those people on Instagram and their egos are really, really butthurt. Um, and they're not willing to learn what they have to do. And they'll go back and they'll do the same stuff again. And then they'll go back to the same show. They'll get the same feedback. They've got the same placing. And they're wondering why they didn't, why, why didn't we, uh, why didn't I improve? And the key is, well, your ego got in the way of you actually improving. If you just decided to shut your mouth and just go to work, you'd be perfectly fine. Um, and I also talked about this before. I think I talked about this on a podcast. Might have, but I'll just go into the rant anyway because it's on my head. I hate the word luck. I hate that. I know I just said it, but it goes along with what I just said. I hate the word luck because so many people will say you're lucky but they don't see what you've done to get there. Um, and they don't see how far you've come to get there. Um, and I think that's that's the part with success, right? Is everybody, and I think that's what we always talk about, right? Is, you know, is you bring with you the people that were there in the beginning. I, f I forget that quote. I'm trying to remember the quote that I said. But, you know, the people who eat at your table are the people that have been there with you through through all the rough patches and everything. And people that are there, when they call you lucky or anything, are the people that are trying to mooch off you. Man, those are the people trying to mooch when they come there at the end, when you put in the work and you finally get the result. Um, and I think that that's a, big, that's a big factor in a lot of things is one thing that I see is I have a core group of people um, in my life right now that were there when when I was down, I wasn't not 17 down, but 22 down <laughs> and they've been there when I started with Mark and they've supported me throughout my whole journey so far. And those would be the people that eat pretty well at my table. Um, they always have, a, they always have everything. Um, and I think it's very important to understand that six, luck is a result of work. Luck is not just an, an opportunity. Usually, usually people say like, oh, that opportunity is lucky or you're lucky. I actually, I actually remember I got, I got my internship with, with the company I work for. Um, and someone called me lucky for that. And I was like, hmm, I changed my whole life. This is at a point now I'm about a year in when I got told, I've mentioned this story a few times when I was told, uh, you don't deserve to be in this major. I flipped my life around, got honor roll to or got Dean's list two two semesters in a row, head towards Dean's list a third semester in a row. I've worked a I worked a bar job. I've changed my whole life to kind of get to where I was at that point. And to be called luck, I kinda of just looked and smiled and just said, Okay. Um at that point. Whereas people don't understand the work that goes into things. Um, and the work is what creates the luck. The work is what creates the opportunities. Work is what creates the results. And part of the work is dropping the ego. That's part of the work. Part of the work is dropping what you were. And I got into that inner and I got into that internship. And uh, this is another thing of dropping the ego. I was the hot shot, man. I thought I was the fucking shit. Right? I thought I was the fucking king of the castle. And I remember going through things and, you know, I wasn't, 
I mean, I put in a lot of work during that internship, no doubt. I mean, I networked with a ton of people and everything, but I thought I was a fucking hotshot. And, you know, I looked back on things and it was the middle of the, it was really when I started to change my life into more fitness and mental health and health um, and such. And I remember just learning and I was like, you know what, who am I? I'm an intern out of everyone. Who am I? Um, and that's when I started to take more, I started to just put my head down and go to work. Um, and if I once you do that, you're going to, you're going to see the success in things. Like if you want to be successful, it all starts with dropping the ego. That's where it all starts. It all starts with dropping the ego. Then once you drop the ego, then it's learning. And then from learning, it's putting in the work from that learning. And then from there, it's just time, right? I feel like a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't actually work for what they want. A lot of people don't do that. A lot of people will not suffice. Um, and they'll get caught in that not willing to learn phase, not willing to do something different, not willing to go after their passion, not really. And I mean, that's another thing that I could say about the ego, right? Is a lot of people's ego or is driven by, you know, not being able to do something or not wanting to do something. Um, and I think it's just really interesting. I have no clue where I'm going with this. Um, so I hope this all made sense. But you have to learn to drop the ego. If you want to get better in life, learn to not to not be the center of everything. Learn to take a back seat at times in other people's stories. Learn to take control of your life and things around you will start to will start to happen. You know, don't force things. Don't do that. You know, you learn, you develop, you take your time course there is you know you got to accelerate some things you want to get growth you have to fucking attack it right and you can't attack it without dropping that ego because your ego is going to be the reason why you don't see success because it's like the devil it's like the devil on your shoulder your ego the angel the angel is the right thing the devil's like the fucking nagging ego <laughs> um that's why i compare it to so, you know, drop, drop the ego in everything you do. And I'm going to tell this all back into fitness. So, you know, if you want to become the best client and you really want to be the best at training and you want to be the best at doing everything and you want to get the results, starts with dropping the ego. Starts with actually being willing to learn and unwilling to learn and willing to not learn and unlearn what you've done and relearn new habits and relearn everything. That's where it starts. Doesn't just it doesn't just start. People think there's always an aha moment with clients. And usually the aha moment is when they drop their ego. And they're like, oh my God. It happens with every single time they hit lats or something like that. When I true and I teach people lats, it's like, oh my God. That's amazing. And then they get it right. Right? That's the aha moment with lat training. It's like they, they learn to actually shorten it and they feel like that little cramp feeling. They're like, oh my God, that's it? And I was like, yep, that's it. And I was like, you finally learned it. <laughs> and they're like, oh Lord. And then that starts that process. So be willing to fail. Be willing to make mistakes. Don't let your ego feed into you having to be perfect. 
all the time or having to be right all the time. Be open-minded towards things. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they're so stuck in their ideals and so stuck in their ways that they won't look at another way of creating things. Um, whereas you need to always have an open mind because there's always another way. There's always something different. People have a different way of explaining something. People have different ways of teaching things. You always have to have an open mind. You can't just be so close-minded off over what works, especially in coaching and especially in the way you handle clients, right? If you're a coach here, it's like not one strategy works for everybody. You might have a good, you might have a good direction for someone based upon previous client work, but that might not work for them. So don't force someone into what you think works. Drive them into what will work for them. Tailor the plan towards what will work for them and they will see success. That's where the customization comes in with the program. A lot of things nutritionally are very, very similar when it comes down to it, but making it applicable to that human is where it starts. So, you know, don't be so close-minded when it comes to this. Like, keep, keep your ego at bay because you'll see more success that way. So drop, drop your fucking ego. If I said, how many times have I said that today in this podcast? I just tried to come up with something. I just tried to rant today. Um, if you guys enjoyed this episode, um, let me know. Um, leave reviews. Um, leave five-star rating. Share it on Instagram. But just, just yeah, do you. Help others around you. If you help others become better, you're going to become better. If you become better, you're going you're, you're gonna to realize life becomes a lot better. But it all starts with you being willing to do what is necessary to actually grow as a human. And don't let young buck, don't let young bucks really wild. Yeah, you got to teach them how to learn. You got to rein them in a little bit. So, um, yeah, if you guys enjoyed the episode, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Aces Beta Podcast.